love this guy. And uh, it's customary we've been doing since January, doing things differently. He's going to read to us Joshua chapter 1, verse 1 through 9. We are reading out of the uh, Holcomb Standard Bible today. And uh, it's on the screen. It will be in the Bible app as well. So if you have the app, you can open it there and have the notes today. Um, And it reads, Now it happened after the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, that the Lord spoke to Joshua, the son of Nun. Moses, Moses' servant, saying, Moses, my servant is dead. Now, therefore, arise. To take, arise to take his place. Okay. I was like, wait a minute, should I read that? <laughs> anyway. um, cross, cross over the Jordan, you and all the people into the land which I am giving you to them, to the sons of Israel. I have given you every place on which the sole of your foot treads, just as I promised Moses. From the wilderness of the Arabia in the south and this, and this Lebanon in the north, even as far as the great river, the river Euphrates in the east, all the lands of the Hittites, Canaan, and as far as the great Mediterranean Sea toward the west shall be your territory. No man will be able to stand before you to oppose you as soon as you, as long as you live. Just as I was present with Moses, I will be with you. I will not fail. You are abandoning you. Be strong and confident, courageous, for you will for you will give this people as an inheritance the land which I swore to your fathers, ancestors, to give them. Only the strong and very courageous be careful to do everything in accordance with the entire law which Moses, my servant, commanded you. Do not turn from it to the right or to the left so that you may prosper and be successful wherever you go. This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but shall, but you shall read and meditate on it day and night, so that you may be careful to do everything in accordance with all that is written in it. For then you will make your way prosperous, and then you will be successful. I have not commanded you, I have not commanded you be strong and courageous. Do not be terrified or dismayed, intimidated, or, the, or intimidated for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Praise God. Amen. Let's pray. Lord, we just thank you for today. We thank you for this moment and this opportunity to be in your house, to worship you, to glorify you, to magnify you. Hebrews 4.12 tells us that your word is as sharp as a double-edged sword, piercing into the innermost parts of us, rightly dividing the word of truth today. Another version reads that God means what he says. And so today I pray that he who has an ear would hear what the Spirit has to say to the church, that we would not be distracted by anything, God, but that we would hear, our hearts would hear your heart today, and that our hearts would beat in sync and in unison with your heart for what your heart beats for today. 
correct us where we are wrong. Bring us back to, into our own lane, into a covenant and a loving relationship with God the Father. We thank you, precious Holy Spirit, for being in this room. We invite you to be a part of this process. Strengthen us and encourage us today, Lord. And we give you all the praise and glory. God's people said, amen. So we give God a praise today in this place. <clears throat> Look at your neighbor and say, fear this. Some of you men, your wives looked at you and you're like, oh, I've heard that before. <laughs> you better be afraid of me. <laughs> Look at your other neighbor and say, fear this. Look at him again and say it, say it like you mean it. Say, fear this. <laughs> fear this. Now let's say it like we're talking to the devil. Say it with some authority because you're a child of the Most High God. Say, fear this. Fear Amen. I think today the, the message that God has wanted to share to us is that it's time for us to turn the table of fear back on him. It is he who should be afraid of us, not us of him. Amen. And if you're here today and you're struggling with that concept, then you have not come to the realization that you are in fact who God's word says that you are. If you're a man, you're a son. If you're a woman, you're a daughter. And your dad is the most high God. Now let's say it again with some authority. Fear this. Amen. I like that. I got that on the podcast. I think that was loud enough. So it is the devil that should fear us, not us that should fear him. And so often, all of us, including myself, there are moments, there are situations where we're the ones that are timid, where we're the ones that are afraid. Afraid of an outcome. You ever notice that sometimes we sp- spend a lot of our lives being afraid of something that never even happened? Might not ever happen, but we're just afraid or intimidated. As God's word says, we read in Joshua chapter 1, he says, do not be afraid. Do not be intimidated by the enemy. Don't be afraid of him. Don't be intimidated by him. And so in Joshua chapter 1, verse 1 through 9, as we're looking at this, this again, as we look at verse 3, The Lord says to Joshua, he says, I have given you every place on which the sole of your foot treads, just as I promised to Moses. Interestingly enough, the word tread, it's the the definition here is, it is the definition, it it is defined as the the way someone is walking. That's that's the literal translation of it. It's, It's the way in which they carry themselves, right? So as God is speaking to Joshua, just as he spoke to Moses, just as he is communicating with us today, his truth is his truth for whoever wants it. But he's looking at Joshua and he's saying, wherever you tread, another way, the way in which you carry yourself, where you go, you can have that. Okay? So if I walk in fear... I'm not truly treading. I'm not truly walking in the, in the way, in the context in which God's word lays out for me, am I? But when I walk not in fear, but when I walk in faith and when I walk in being courageous, when I walk in strength, then I am walking as a son of God. Amen? So I would say to you, if you want to live right, start walking right. Carry yourself in a manner that is indicative of who your dad is. Represent him. Walk in a way. Let your faith live in a way that is representative of who your dad is, of who your father is. Amen? Look at your neighbor and say, it's time to start walking right. Amen. 
So let's walk this out together. Let's live it out together. So he says, you can have every place in which you're, you're the sole of your foot treads, just as I promised to Moses. And then if you look in verses uh, 4 through through 5 and 6, uh, five, he, he, he names from the north, the south, the east, and the west. Notice that God does not leave a direction uncovered where he looks at his people and his kids and say, you can only have what's in the north or you can only have what's in the south, the east, or the west. He looks at them and he says, spin around and everywhere you see, that's your stuff. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Basically, as you're telling Joshua, he's saying, Joshua, spin around. Go and take a 360. Look good, son. Because everywhere that you see and everywhere you tread, that belongs to you. So, of course, the enemy wants you to stay put. He doesn't want you to cross your Jordan. He doesn't want you to encounter Jericho. He doesn't want you to fight those battles because he knows that you're a victor. He knows that you're a conqueror. He knows that you're more than an overcomer. So if he can paralyze you with fear, you won't walk, you won't tread in the way in which God has called you to walk. Look at your neighbor and say, this is for you. Make sure they're paying attention today. And so if the enemy can get God's church to stay still and not move and not walk and not tread in the way in which God has called us to, then he's done what he's came to do. Jesus said in John 10, 10, the thief has come to steal, kill, and destroy. But what did Jesus going to say? I've come that you may have life. Have it more abundantly. Have it to the fullest. And so Moses is dead. Their pastor of 40 years has died. Their leader of 40 years. Remember we read last week that, that God buried him. Nobody even knows where Moses was at. Like he just he disappeared. Maybe Joshua's thinking, I don't know if I want this job. The last guy you buried, we don't even know where he's at. He was a Jimmy Hoffa somewhere. No one's really clear. I don't know that I want to apply for this job. So their pastor of 40 years, their leader, the voice that they had heard for 40 years is gone. And Joshua steps forward, and God calls him forward. And he steps forward, and he says, all right, here's what God has told me. And we're going to read this next week. But basically, he says, we're going to cross this Jordan River. We're going to get ready to cross it. And, and when we do, we're going to enter into our promised land. But Jericho was on the other side. The journey to your promise, guarantee you, is lined with a battle, 100%. The enemy is not going to roll over and let you just stroll into your destiny. You are going to have to put up a fight for the stuff that you want. For every couple that stood on this stage where I'm standing now, you renewed your vows. You're going to have to put up a fight every day for this stuff. Amen? Every married couple in here should have shouted me down because you're like, man, we fought on the way here, Pastor Matt. How prophetic was that? <laughs> That's not the kind of fighting I'm talking about. If we want a healthy home, we're going to have to put up a fight for it. And I love what God looks at Joshua, and as Joshua is taking courage, and he says, in every direction you look, you can have And He says in verse 5, no man will be able to stand before you or oppose you as long as you live. Hallelujah. That's pretty cool. Anybody in here brave enough to raise your hand and say, Pastor Matt, I'm facing some opposition. Anybody? Yeah, thank you. Thank you. 
can I look at you and tell you today? No man shall oppose you as long as you live. I need some need some help today. I'm going to ask Noah to join me up here. <laughs> None of these guys knew I was going to do it, but I'm calling on them because I know they'll do it because they love me. Larry, won't you come over here? Bring Roy with you. Come on, Roy. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's only two Roys in the house, and one of them is back there. That's the other one. Terrence, come on up here. Robert, come on over here. Join me. Roderick, come on, Superman. Dwayne, you point yourself? Come on up, Dwayne. Come on, Dwayne. Come on up here. (laughs) All right. Here we go. It's all right. (laughs) Miguel, come on up, man. Amen. We got a lot of big guys in the house. If you're not up here, please don't take this the wrong way. Yeah. Yeah. Need to get on that game train. That's all I'm saying. All right. So as they're standing here, picture this. Picture picture you, you're me right now. As I'm reading this, I want, I want you to really think about this. As I'm reading this, picture you standing right here in the host of heaven here. Now, now let me read it to you. He says, no man will be able to stand before you to oppose you as long as you live. And just as I was present with Moses, so I will be with you. I will not fail you or abandon you. He says, be strong and confident and courageous for you will give this people an inheritance to the land, which I swore to their fathers and their, their ancestors to give them. He says, no man, God is looking at him, and he can say this to Joshua, no man will stand or oppose you because of what I'm about to give you that you're about to do. And I can tell you, when you leave this house and you march out on Monday and you go to work or you do the stuff that you go to do, you don't do it alone. And God is saying, I haven't sent you out to be alone. I haven't sent you to abandon you. He says, I am with you. He says, I'm going to prove to you every day that I'm with you. If we're not careful, we won't see God and how he is with us. We won't look for him in the ways that he is with us. I mean, sometimes you have to really look for him to know that he's there. I've told you before, that's because he doesn't want to be found with a cheap amount of effort. He wants to know that those who are really looking for him will find him. But I want to give you some encouragement today. I hope you're encouraged because I want you to see that when you are standing up before your enemy, that you have a whole host of heaven that is lined up with you. And they're saying, bring it on. Bring your best. Give us what you got. Because because these are some big dudes. And you can't take them down. All right. I'm going to do something. I want to show you this. Because I really want this to hit home. And I, I, I promise you, I prayed about this moment. So I'm going to stand here. I'm going to ask you guys to just be a circle around me, but I want you to face out. So don't face me, face out and stand a circle around me. (laughs) I don't know what to do. (laughs) Me, Hulk. Me, Pratt Crush (laughs) Brock. Yes, you face that way. Yes. (laughs) They got the brawn, they didn't get the brains, but that's okay. We love them anyways. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Nobody break wind while we're back here. I'm just saying. Hey, I'm just the truth. Tr- you're the brains. Okay. All right. I want, these guys are tall, so I need to, like, 
Can you see me? Somebody get a picture of this so we can put it on Facebook. You can stand up. Stand up. Hear my heart, church. You are surrounded today. You're surrounded. You're not alone. In fact, go ahead and look to your right and your left real quick. You're surrounded. Check it out. You got a whole family in the house today. You're not alone. We're a church family. Amen? You literally are. Holly and I say this all the time to each other. Thank God that we have a church family who will pray with us, who will love us through our junk and our mess, and who will stand with us. Amen? We have a church family. I need you to look around again and really look at the faces so that the next time you're in trouble, you say, I need to call her. I need to call him. I need to hit him up on Facebook. I, because, because the devil wants us to fight these battles alone. He doesn't want you to know that you're supported and that you got people around you. But, oh, man, when we start coming together and encouraging one another and we say, good job, man, you've done well. I'm proud of you. Keep going. Run hard. Keep pushing. Keep fighting. Don't give up. You're doing good. You're not alone. Come on, somebody. And you start encouraging and you start encouraging and you love on somebody and you bless somebody. God says that we're not alone. And this is the way that he has demonstrated. He has put you in a house with people who will love you like you need to be loved. You, you are not alone. I I am here with you. Though you're far away. Okay, that's enough. That's enough. That's enough. Man, you're not alone. 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 Roderick, you're not alone. Dwayne, you're not alone. Terrence, you're not alone. Robert, you're not alone. Roy, another Roy back there, you're not alone. Larry, who just got promoted to second in command in the Belton Police Department, that's all I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. You're not alone. Noah, you're not alone. Miguel, you're not alone. I started with you. still not alone. Hear my heart today, church. I love you enough to tell you you're not alone. And God says, I will be with you. And here's how I will be with you. I'm going to put people alongside of you who believe the same things that you believe who worship the same God that you worship, who read the same text that you read, who lean on the same scriptures that you lean upon, who hit the same floor that you hit when you go to your knees to seek God for counsel and for wisdom. And I need the devil to know today that we are not alone. And that we stand with you. Give these guys a big hand. Give them a big hand. You can be seated. I mean a big hand. These are big guys. Game train. If you're taking notes, write this down. Gotta move quickly. There is no success without a successor. There is no success without a successor. For all the people my age, 40 and under, we've done this previously, but but I think we need to. Let's just do this. If you're 40 and under, stand your feet real quick. Stand your feet real quick, real quick. Let's applaud the older generation. Now, you're in the house. You're like, man, I'm 41. Come on, Pastor Matt. That is, I'm just saying all you older people, you know. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Now, that may seem corny, 
But let me just tell you something. Kelly, did you just stand a while ago? You're not 40. Oh, yeah, 49. You're right. You're right. I'm sorry. I thought I saw her sitting. That's what it was. Listen, we, we, we have to be honoring people in our homes and in our lives. And if you have someone in your life who is a believer and has spoken into your life, you better take time today and honor them. Hit them up. Give them a call. Send them a text. Hit them up on Facebook. Do something today and say, you know what? I just want to say thank you for paving the way for me. Thank you for showing me what it was like to pray. Thank you for speaking God's word into me. Thank you for encouraging me when no one else would. Are you hearing my heart today, church? For every teenager in the house, if you've got parents who have brought you here to church, you better thank your lucky stars that your parents love you enough to get you to the house of God. Because there's going to be a someday when you're 40 years old and you're going to say, thank you for getting me when I didn't want to go. All the parents said, amen, pastor, amen, yeah, 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 yeah. Gave you an opportunity, you missed it. There's no success without a successor. For the younger generation of myself, what good is it for our parents and for those of us that have gone before us to do the hard thing for us to waste it? What, what would that look like for them to pave a way so that we can sit in this beautiful building Did you know that this church has been in this town for over 75 years? We've been in this current place, this property, since 1980. What good is it for all of that stuff to happen if us as a younger generation, if we come behind them and we just waste it? There is no success without a successor. If you really want to honor them, younger generation, the best thing that you can do today is to live your life for God and follow him all the days of your life and pass your knowledge on to someone else. Give God a praise in this place. That's the best thing that we can do to honor them. He says, be of courage. Courage is this. The ability to do something that frightens you. Look at that. The ability to do something that frightens you. That's courage. So God looks at Joshua and he says, be of courage. Be strong and courageous. The only time that you need courage is in the presence of fear, the presence of doubt, the presence of disbelief, those things. You hear my heart today, church? He's looking at us and he's saying you can have courage because you're going to face an enemy that's going to want to cast fear in your corner. But I'm telling you, as we just demonstrated, that I am with you wherever you go. David went on to echo this in his writings when he says, Lord, if I send to the highest of mountains, you are there. If I go to the deepest part of the sea, you are there. Even if I make my bed in hell, you are there. That's in the word. And that's what David said, because David realized at the end of his life, God, no matter when I followed you, when I didn't follow you, when I loved you, when I didn't love you, you never left me. You never forsake And I will tell you what, church, encourage you today. You're not alone. God is with you. And he is there to fight those battles with you, to strengthen you and encourage you and build yourself up. Jude 1.20 says that we are to build ourselves up in our most holy faith. So you're not alone. Look at your neighbor and say you're not alone. Let's stand to our feet all across this place. I'm going to pray over you. I'm going to give you a formal dismissal. I'm going to ask during this prayer for our elders and our prayer partners. Our staff would join us at the front. 
your guests for the first time today. We believe in the infallible word of God from Genesis to Revelation. James chapter 5 says that we can call for the elders of the church. We can lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. And, and so you're sick in your body. We want to pray for you. If, if you feel like you need an emotional recharge, you just want to connect with God, of course our altars are always open. These people up here want to pray for you and, and, and share in life with what's going on. But, but before we do, I, want to, I just feel led to pray over you and bless you. So, Lord, I just thank you for today. Lord, we say thank you. We say thank you. We say thank you that we're not alone. Thank you that you have not abandoned us. You have not neglected us. You have not forsaken us. But you have stood with us the whole time. You've surrounded us with people like-minded, like-hearted, people who want to do battle with us, people who want to get in our foxhole with us, people that want to stand alongside of us when things are tough, when, when the marriage isn't right, when the home isn't right, when our finances are despondent. God, people, you've surrounded us with the heavenly host. But you declared in Hebrews 12, 1, let us run this race because we're surrounded by a cloud of witnesses that are cheering us on. So, Lord, we want to do you right and live the life that you've called us to live. We want to honor you today with a pure life and a pure heart and a pure home today. So pray for those, God, that are weak, those that need courage, those that need strength those that need to know that you are with them today, I pray that they know that they are not alone, that the God of the universe, that the architect of creation is with them this moment, and that when we leave, you're with us, that when we drive, you're with us, that when we sleep, you're with us, that wherever we go, that you abide, that you are with us, oh God. We thank you that we are not alone, and that we are more than conquerors, and we are more than overcomers. And we don't have to fear anything. It's the devil who should be afraid of us. Bless your people today. Encourage them and strengthen them where they're weak and where there's fear, where there's doubt, where there's disbelief. We thank you, God, for the great things that you've done, the great things you're going to continue to do.